It's GC, the Golden City's Golden Boy, Found Source Fam's front man. I am what I am, King Henry. Call me a king if you wish. I'm your host. Who we got with us? Yeah, hello, hello, hello. I go by the name of Kafson. Uh, but before we even go further, now yeah, I'm going to yeah. twist it up. Go What's with it. you asking people to call you a king? Um, I just want them to confirm um, the evidence that <laughs> <laughs> I am a king. Because <laughs> you're always right at the top asking yeah, yeah, people yeah. to call you a nah, king. It's, 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 a, it's, a certain, it's a self fulfilling prophecy that I'm pronouncing upon for myself. For real, yeah. for real, for real. Okay, okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> anyway, let's go. Let's go. That was intros, you know, a bit of quirky intro. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we are. Kafson, Golden Child is right around. Let's see how we go. Yeah, man. Yeah. How you been? How's your week been? I'm all right. I'm all right. Cannot complain. Yeah. Yeah. You, how was your week? Last time it was my week. How uh, was your week's week? been impressive. Okay. I say impressive, but it's been busy. Anything, when, I, when I've been, I had a busy week, yeah. I'm impressed. I'm okay. happy. For real. I like to keep moving. I like things that's heading in a positive direction. So, yeah. you know. Are you impressive as in just a hamster, busy hamster, going no, no, the no. same wheel or? Never. That's my, that's my work life. So uh-huh. if my work life is me being a hamster, yeah, that's fine. But yeah. as long as stuff outside of work is is moving, then I'm yeah, happy. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Things are that's, moving. That's, that's, that's that king in that kingdom stuff I'm for talking real, about. For real. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Okay. Anyway, what are we up to today? So we're going to be talking about some things. Yes. A specific topic that you sent to me, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, regarding the opposite sex, uh-huh. would you say? Uh-huh, yeah. Um, how, how, should we, how should we start this off? How should we define it? Whoa. Do we need to define it? You already said it, opposite sex. But I think for me, what um, I'm interested in to really pick your brains about, but also mm-hmm. maybe to express my thoughts, mm-hmm. um, because my thoughts are really confused, you know, okay. and it's trying to align them. You know, and I'm a person who is very, very strong-minded. And if I don't align my thoughts quick enough, then there is an issue. Uh, So I think we need to, where I'm confused about is the, let me ask the question. Let me ask the question. Is, you know, the fight and the freedoms or the equalities that women are fighting for. You know, some people will attach it to feminism. Some people will attach it to whatever. Presently, is that affecting the expectations of the norms that men are supposed to align to from the women's perspective? Let me uh, let me just simplify it a little bit. Are women's expectations of men slotting into the norms that their grands and greats and whatever and society was expecting now deferred by the fact that women are expecting equality, are expecting, you know, uh, which is a good thing. It's a good thing to expect. Mm-hmm. But... A lot of women also not giving up the other, now I'm going to call them trivial, or by the way, the comedy of put a coat down for me so that I don't step in the mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. is that fight then being conflicted? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll discuss it a bit further, All but right. I can give a straight answer. Uh, yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> it's my answer. Yeah, it was yeah. my, my initial response. Yeah. Only because... Um, I'm all for empowering women. I've yes. got two daughters, so I'm all for empowering women um, and seeing letting women have um, equality and things of that nature. Mm. But my real question is: Do women want equality, or do they want something else? Yeah. The reason why I say that is because there's, there's obviously feminists in the world who want, um, who to some extent we re- I perceive them as wanting to get rid of men. Okay. Some want to. So just, I don't want to come everyone together, but. To some extent, it's like someone had destroyed the hierarchy of society in terms of male dominance. Yeah. Okay. So what do you mean by destroyed? Uh, they don't like it. They, okay. They feel like that women have been oppressed for centuries or for years 
or um, growing up, they feel that men have had the power in society uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and they want to destroy it. But there's also other women who are like, look, I'm an equal, I want equal pay, which I agree with. They do the same job, they should yeah. get equal pay. Yeah. Um, I want all of these things that's equal, equal, equal. But if you take me on a date, you better pay. Uh-huh, for uh, if, if, we're, if we're together, <laughs> you better pay for everything. Yes, uh-huh. So, so it's interesting to see how some people want equality, but they really don't want equality. They say they want equality, but what they really want is to be appreciated for the person that they are, and then to work out the relationship, however it works out. Which is what, which is where my question comes from, as in, is the expectation of women from the social norms that the again I'll use trivial because there's other words I don't want to use from the trivial participation of men mm-hmm. too high yet their fight is actually a valid fight because why i say valid mm-hmm. fight because yes equality is very important but when you're coming through fighting for equality and yet you're still quotes unquote spoiled yeah. by yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna hit yeah, let's do that, let's do that. Uh, quotes unquote spoiled by the fact that oh when i go out actually the money's gonna pay yeah you know, oh, open the door for me, kind of thing. And yet at the same time, yeah. you're asking for equality. Yeah. Is that expectation now misplaced? Do we need to, hi- we as men need to highlight it more to the women that actually, while you're expecting equality, actually today you take me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to pay just because, um, yeah, you know, yeah. you're yeah, going to facts, pay, you know. Facts. Do we also men need to start learning? Because do we don't know how to ask. Yeah. We, we, because so it's not in our... In, in my nature, anyway, it's not in my nature to ask sure. for a, a female to, yo, do you want to pay for this? Or mm-hmm. do you want to pay for the taxi? Or do you want to pay for the bill? Mm-hmm. Like, it's never in my nature to do that. Yeah. But maybe we need to be intentional and make it in our nature to do that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If we want true equality. Because it seems like women want equality in the workplace. Yep. But in relationships, they want the men to lead. Whoa, 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 whoa. I kind of disagree with you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> talk to me, talk to me further. Because, you know, like... Last time round, we were talking about our, let's talk about our black women. Yeah, yeah. And we championed them mm-hmm. in the house, in the whatever. You know, we, we recognized what it is, you know. So your statement of in the relationship, the one meant to lead, slightly conflicts with that because... The reason why I wouldn't say it conflicts. Mm. Expl- explain why in a, in a second. But okay. In a family, yeah. women lead. Mm-hmm. In a relationship between a, a, between a, a male and a female... Yeah. Specifically in black relationships, I think women want men to lead in terms of men decide, okay, look, we're going on a date this day or we're doing this. Um, you know, take, have that kind of, take that first step and that sure, approach. Sure. Uh-huh. Like, like women, even though it's how it happens, but I've never seen women um, bend their knee and ask for a man to marry them. Uh-huh. I mean, I hear it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that just baffles me. Just <laughs> That's that femininity <laughs> thing that we're talking about. Women trying to, so, trying to so be equal to us. So is this part of the challenge then? Because like you're saying, you, interestingly, you use the word baffles. It baffles you. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that part of the challenge that women are fighting? That women also need to, en- not, not enlighten, but open up our minds a bit more yeah. in terms of accepting the social transitions of, okay, why should I be baffled by a woman taking the need to ask for the man to marry? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. But also the aspect of making it so special or the specific years that women yeah, yeah, can yeah. do that and things like that. All those <laughs> things. How do we rub all those things yeah. to join the women in their fight for equality? Well, that's that's the question we everyone has to ask themselves because I don't know if I want to join women on their fight for equality okay. as much as I want to join women on their pursuit of happiness in their own lives. Uh-huh. And I think there's a difference. I I'll think there's, to that. There, to there, that. Is, um, there is a fighting for something which is intangible yeah. and there is fighting for things that are tangible. Okay. Like 
I can't fight for equality for every woman in the world or even in England or in Gloucester, mm -hmm. but I can fight for the women that are in my life. Yeah, yeah. And if this, if for example, um, if my niece wants to do or my nephew wants to do or my cousin wants to do this, that and the other, I can support them by financially supporting them, encouraging them, discussing things with them, pointing them in the right directions. Yeah. And even if even the woman that's in my life, I can I can talk to her about things and say, look, how can we plan the next few years, the next few steps for you on this sure. and that and the other? Sure. But I can't do that for every woman. Yeah. And I think there's a big difference there. I think yeah, what, I think, what I would fight for uh -huh. is for the destruction of quote unquote historical norms. Okay. I'd fight for that, against that, but I wouldn't fight for a new system. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, men, women can now pay bills. So, okay. We've got to change the system so that women pay bills mm, yeah, like yeah. half the time when you pay, but like, no, no, no. I want to fight for freedom yeah. in that relationship to do what makes sense yes, in that but relationship. I think you're right. You're right there in terms of, okay, we cannot fight for the system of women pay bills yeah. because that's an internal fight in each household. And women, if you do want to pay a bill, just pay a bill. You pay a bill. You, know, yeah, you, know, you don't wait for all the men to ask you, yeah, thank you very much actually for putting that up. Uh, but for that that internal household uh, challenge, that has to be there. Okay, oh, who's paying the bills? Yeah. How do we sit down and say, oh, by the way, this is my chance? Because one of the battles that extends outside of the household yeah. is equal pay. Yeah, you know, is okay. By the way, I'm doing this job, and and there is women out there that have been, um, have pursued their rewards for their efforts. Yeah, you know, and are earning more than the man in the house and yeah. things like that. You know, yeah. and that is okay. But have they also then pursued the balance of because I'm earning more, I'm gonna pay a certain percentage of the plate. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I was listening uh, so many years ago. I think it was women uh, who were who had sat down and they were talking about this thing of pay mm -hmm. and equal pay and bills, you know. And a lady put it in a very in a mathematical sense, as in if you know how many how much your bills are, yeah, then you know how much your income as a household is. Yeah, put it together. Who cares who brought the bigger pot? Yeah, yeah. Put it together, share it around the bills because yeah. it will end up that whoever paid whoever put in more will end up paying a certain percentage yeah. because it's coming out of the pot. And yeah, then yeah, the yeah. remainder, you as a household start distributing it to yeah, it, yeah. you know? But so much of the challenges, and I will clearly say, one of my biggest challenges was that at the beginning of my relationship, you know, like, okay, as a man, I'm going to take on these responsibilities and I'm going to do whatever I need to do, yeah, you know? Yeah. But thanks for the woman in my life. She's like, well, actually, you know what? I'm also independent and she has her own things. I, I'm going to do whatever, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, yeah, brilliant. Lucky enough, I think, and I'm going to be very walk on eggshells, yeah. I think I'm enlightened enough to be open about receiving that support when I need it from my other half. Yeah, facts. You know, kind of thing. So I then provide the platform mm -hmm. to say, you know what, actually, no, you're making money. So there is this bill to pay, you know. So when, so, when you, so define that more. So when you say make the platform, what do you mean by that? By give, opening up the conversation. Okay. And being comfortable enough to open up the conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I think that is one of the key points because so many men will struggle. So many men will go through challenges and, oh, end up, let me borrow, let me, so that I need to pay. Yeah, whatever, facts. You know? facts. And yet, facts, facts. which then starts impacting on, oh, you don't take me out enough. Yeah. Conflicts of the women. Oh, you don't yeah, take yeah, me yeah. out. Why am I the one supposed to take you? Why don't you take me out? You know, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. But anyway, you know, so then the woman gets comfortable because things are being paid, mm -hmm. but the openness of conversation about finances in a house 
kind of like start limiting. Whereas if you give that chance to open up and say, by the way, this is what I'm making, you know, oh, this is what I'm bringing to the table. This is where we need to, mm. you know, how do we fit in? Often, a lot of the challenges that are in the house are we don't declare enough with our yeah, partners yeah. of, yeah, I'm going for that job and it's paying so much. It's Be- a transparency. It's yeah, a yeah, transparency, yeah, yeah. you know, and all these things create, it, they reduce the size of the platform. Yeah to be able to talk about, yeah. you know, to be able to say, actually, we are bringing so much. That's, that's a spot on. I, I heard a phrase recently, uh, two words, and we often think that they're the same thing, transparency mm. and mm. honesty. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Honesty is how you respond to somebody. So someone asks you a question, how much are you earning? You can be honest and tell them the answer. Yeah. But transparency is telling them, even if they haven't asked even the question. Even if they haven't asked the question. And that's, that's huge. That's a huge thing for mm-hmm. me because... There, in, in my previous relationships, I've had times where I've earned a lot of money, more than I earn now. Mm-hmm. But because I was paying a lot of bills, and the majority of the bills, it would seem that I was unloving because their love language could be gifts, could be um, uh, times or like spending time together. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of my focus was on, right, I need to, so many bills, I need to make sure I'm paying bills. This person's not paying bills, but I'm paying bills. So that's that was my focus. Because we weren't transparent, um, it built walls in the relationship. Yes. Yeah. Um, even though I was fully honest, if you ask the question, I'd answer it. But yes. I wasn't transparent in terms of going the extra mile and saying, "Look, this is what the issues are. This mm-hmm. is this. This is mm-hmm. this." So when we talk about relationships, it, and we talk about those kind of subtle social norms, we also got to remember that your social norms may be different from that person's social norms. Yes. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, Especially, so specifically around those relationship stuff, like, yes, okay, women can do everything. I, I can create this great job. But at the end of the day, even if they are earning more, they may be thinking, okay, but you're the man of the house. Uh-huh. I saw my father do this. Yeah, yeah. So I want you to do this. Well, yes. they're assuming that that's the norm. Mm-hmm. When the norm looks different for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And that is one of the biggest challenges that we have. How do we transition to merge our worlds? You know, when yeah. wherever I come from and wherever she comes from and, oh, Partnership, you know, how does that partnership work to yeah. me? Let me share this uh, for me, my um, my perspective and my analogy on love, family and kind of like households coming together. So for me, and I tell each and every person that asks me my interpretation of our relationships, yeah. um, we have our worlds, you know, and I think I've told you this before, you know, we have our worlds and I have my world, it molds me, it makes me who I am, I mm-hmm. know I go, I have fun, I do whatever, or maybe I just enjoy sitting down, watch a movie, cuddle up with my cushion, maybe, you know, yeah, yeah. and the other, my partner also has their world that has molded them, and what has attracted me to that person is what their world has molded them into, mm-hmm. you know, so when then we come and create this energy force that is going to bind us together, then most people, from my perspective, make the mistake of one pulls the other from their world uh, into their world. Does that make sense? Or big. one sacrifices their world to go into the other person's yeah. world, which means that the molding of them then kind of like gets distracted, yeah, yeah. you know. But also, then they don't know how to fit into the other world because the pressures that are molding the other one yeah. are not the same pressures that need to mold the other person. Yeah. So then, often those relationships ever end up in long-term turmoil because someone has continuously sacrificed something which is the biggest chunk of them to fit into someone else's world rather than actually being in a position where you say oh you know what for me i need i need to be in a position where i have sacrificed something but i am also gaining something and i have not lost 
who I am. So I always tell people, in a relationship, there always has to be three worlds. My world, your world, and our world. Because in my world, that molds me. That gives me the strength to be the person that you still are attracted to. In your world, it does the same thing. Gives you the strength and the person to be attracted to, for me to attract, keep being attracted to. But then we all have to transfer into our third world. Yeah. And when we transfer into our third world, then we are starting something afresh, something new. Have, have you have you heard of a guy called Rob Bell? No. no. He's got a book out with his wife that says the exact same thing of what you're saying. Oh, okay. He's, he's using the exact same words as well. He says about um, how we have our own, like, love is a dance. Mm-hmm. Or love is a dance or love is the creating of a new world. Mm-hmm. Like there is a world which you're, there's a solar system which you're encompassing, um, the way you do things, the way you live, what makes you happy, what mm. makes you sad, mm. those sort of things. And there's another person who's living in their own world, just like you said, yeah. who's what joys, her history, her life, this, that, and the other. And often the problem is that you're trying to drag this person into your world, like you said, yeah. or this person into yours. But what's the be- what love is, is about creating either a new world Yes sort of like a dance where you two are, somehow the solar systems are intertwining and somehow your moon is her moon and her moon is your moon. Sure, sure. And the suns are the same. Mm-hmm. Or even if they're different, they still happen in oh, the same galaxy. The same. Yes, uh-huh. And it's, it's, the, it's the uniqueness of that. Mm-hmm. That's what love is. Mm-hmm. That, wow, look how we're, you're sacrificing something for her or he's sacrificing for you or you're doing something brand new. Yes. Look at how that galaxy is. Look at how they're dancing together. Sure how they were, they're dancing to the same tune. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's the struggle is, how do we, though I may love you from a distance, cause like, oh wow, she looks incredible. Her, her mind is incredible. The thing that made her that way is a lot of pain and a lot of struggle and a how lot wild. of good things and a lot of bad things that's for it. her world. Like how you're wild. saying, yes. um, all the songs she was dancing to. Uh-huh. And it's often, we love the way that person's dancing. We love the look of that world. Yes. But if we were to in, like step into that world or have a relationship with that individual, we may not like the history of that world or the, uh-huh. the music that's being played in that mm-hmm. world. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Yeah, man. And, think- and, that's, and that's a challenge. And we always have to. So for me, if I kind of like just summarize my analogy, if then when we come and build this third world, yeah. we are molding it. Yeah. And the pressures and whatever's, which is where, oh my God, we've got a bill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need to be able to be transparent yeah. enough to share and then open enough to share and recognize this is our bill, this is whatever, this is, because yeah. that is our world. Yeah. But also very, very important, and this is the icing on the cake of my analogy, is that we have to be strong enough to push or encourage our partners to go back into their world once in a while. Because then they're nourishing who they are, what molded them to be attract for us to be attractive to them yeah. for us to be attracted to them yeah, and we have to create that opportunity continuously that hey, hey you used to go out when i meet you why don't you go out yeah yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> one <laughs> kind of, million percent yeah you know, i agree go, with you go out you know yeah, go yeah. go and enjoy yourself and then you know okay ah then then okay i'll go enjoy with my friends and then come back yeah so many partners struggle with that yeah, yeah. to relinquish and give the independence of each other yeah. to go and do what they need to do you know which is where then the conflict someone might ask Oh, but what about when most of their friends were boys and then you and then you yeah, now yeah, you yeah. encourage them to go like yeah, then where's the faith in their partner? Yeah. You know? Because before you met them there was all those boys around them. Yeah, facts. <laughs> you know? ah, and facts. they still chose you. Yeah. So you need to be comfortable enough to say I'm doing enough or I am going back to my world enough yeah. to be molded so that the attraction still yeah. stays with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So when they go to their world, you also go to your world yeah. and nourish yourself and that attraction is still strong yeah. and hey, we've got this third world yeah. that we need to go and maintain and whatever and all that stuff. Yeah. You know? No, that that is that analogy is amazing. I, I absolutely love the analogy. The the whole idea of can I be the person you fell in love with to begin with? Uh-huh. Or the person that you're attracted to to begin with? Because yes. me and my world is amazing. Like yeah. specifically for me, I I'm I'm a person who is very extroverted when I'm comfortable. Okay. If I'm not comfortable, you'll just see me quiet and I'm not really yeah. interacting with nobody, blah, blah, <laughs> yeah. blah. Uh-huh. And if you fell in love with me or you saw me when I was like comfortable, so I was, I was out there dancing, maybe if it's a club, I'm dancing, broken Joe laughing. Yeah. That looks enjoyable. Yes, yes. But I'm only there because I'm comfortable. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you if, and if you interact with me when I'm not comfortable, you'll be like, who, who is this guy? This is not the same person. For real. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and I think real. that's what happens in relationships, just like you were saying. Like when the stress and strains of other things happen, it would it could change you, or mm-hmm. it may look like you're changed, but it's not that you've changed. It's no. just that situations have made you the person that you yes. you are being. You're uncomfortable in the pressures of this. Yeah. You, are you in the right world? Yeah, yeah. Are you in this third world that people have you to have built, or yeah. are you in someone else's world? Yeah. And that is what then you become uncomfortable. Yeah. Then you get the introvert kind of like perspective you, you're saying, you know. Yeah. But if you are in your third world you know and you feel comfortable and know your partner is supporting you yeah. hey go back check in your world yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to go freshen up yeah, you know yeah, yeah. kind of thing yeah. <laughs> and, and i think this is interesting because the, the way we started it was talking about it specifically um these women fighting for equality mm. and the, re- the reality is if you're fighting for equality you're actually fighting for something a lot more than equality than equality yes because equality um not just in a workplace but also touches what those people are because we're human beings mm-hmm. so the way i want equality or she wants equality affects how we relate with one another. Yeah, for real. I.e. relationships. Yes. I.e. family building, i.e. communities, cities, buildings, community, like all those sort of things start off with, or you may think you're just fighting for equality, but really you're trying to affect, or the knock-on effect of you fighting for equality is, what does society now look like? Yeah, yeah. What does relationships now look like? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's a bigger question that we may not be answering, asking or answering when we sure, talk about equality. Sure. So how far now, now going back to um, women and the fight and the battle yeah. or, you know, the pursuit of equality, mm-hmm. how far do you think they've come? Actually, um, this year, isn't it? Yes, this year. Uh, it's 25 years since the conference, the women's conference in Beijing. I think it was Beijing, okay. you know, uh, 1995, uh, where women came and so many NGOs came through and they were discussing, you know, and they, they started really a bigger push yeah. of the uh, the equality implementation in organizations yeah. and whatever and things like that for yeah. women equal pay and all those challenges you know uh, interestingly actually who was it um forgotten the gentleman's name but he posted the not uh some un representative and he said the primary reason un was formed to you know create peace stop yeah. wars and all that yeah 75 i think 75 years now on there is still wars going on there's still yeah, whatever's yeah, yeah. going on there. Yeah. now for me then if we go back to the topic at hand how does the 25 years since the conference of the women in Beijing mm-hmm. and all that, how has that transitioned yeah. to what women get now? Yeah. Because unfortunately, we still have the Me Too movement. Yeah. You know, which, yes, the conflict in terms of sexual harassment and this and that and all that, but also possibly, and this is again, could be controversial, possibly the environments in which, which are facilitating those are the pay gap. Yeah. Are the, who are the people in power? Yeah. You know, who do I need to turn to? Oh, all of a sudden I'm subjecting myself into a situation which is so uncomfortable that it leaves me to being abused. Mm-hmm. 
equality yeah how do we how has that balance reached enough yeah. so that me too can only be referenced from 10 years ago rather than present because unfortunately there is present times yeah i this is me being um, specifically a male from gloucester at the age of 33's perspective mm-hmm. and i think that's unique in that i was never i wasn't there at the start mm-hmm. really no one was there at the start since the beginning of man and woman interactions there has been issues and problems and sure. there will always be issues and problems when there are men and women even yeah. if they're just women or yeah. if they're just men yes, in this yes. there's always going to be the issues mm. so i don't think that the any movement is to um completely eradicate something when oftentimes we can't eradicate it okay something that's inbuilt in a human nature or um, comes from a human nature for yeah. example like if i if i'm actively sporty yeah and you're not sporty mm-hmm. i'm going to have quote unquote power influence over you in the sporting field in the sporting field uh-huh. if i'm if if she's very attractive then she's going to have influence over people who value attraction sure yeah um so that's always going to happen and if so even even though it seems as though and it probably is to be honest that men have the power have the influence so therefore women have to um subdue humble themselves do what men want them to do to get to that place of influence yes yes unfortunately and i say this with a, a broken heart that is life mm-hmm. like the me too movement may be specific about sex sex and sexuality and those sort of issues but this is life like if i'm a boss and it's acceptable like if i'm a boss um and you want to work for me i'm going to pay you this amount you may feel that my value is way more than this mm-hmm. but that's life you have to accept that this is the pay that's going to happen mm-hmm. and but, that's legal the challenge, and there are things that are illegal yes. that are happening but that's like some yeah, situations that's I just that how it challenge, happens the challenge if i can just supplement cool. that uh, if you come to me and say i'm the boss and i'm employing for the role i'm yep. employing two people for that same yep. role and then a female member comes in and i'm like okay i'm going to employ you've got the qualities you've got whatever i think with you know with the support of the organization you can flourish yeah and then okay you sign on the dotted line yeah and then the other employee also comes or prospect employee comes and then okay yeah for the role blah, 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 because i need two people to yeah. fill that role and then okay they also sign on the dotted line and then we open up the contract and oh there's a peg up because yeah. one is female one is male mm-hmm. and then that flows through each and every organization yeah. that is where the challenge is yeah. because for the same role for the same output one if there is a continuous reflection of the mm-hmm. women are being paid less the women are being paid yeah, less 100. this is the battle yeah. you know but yes if it is you're coming in i'm employing you and i'm going to give you so much no, so, so maybe i wasn't clarifying it better mm. I, i mean sorry maybe i can clarify it better okay in any situation whether it's right or wrong yeah well yeah. there are legal things that says that you can't do this and you can't do that yeah laws But have been changed before laws have been changed <laughs> yeah 100% 100% what i mean is if you have two 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 individuals going for the same role or same mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. and one of them made you laugh in in an interview yes. and one of them didn't yes they both both may have the same education system they may be able to both do the exact same role but sure. one made you laugh and I value laughter yes 
So I may hire that person. Now on paper, to make it legal, I won't say this person made me laugh, that's why you got the job. Mm-hmm. On, the, on paper, I'll just do whatever legally I'm supposed to do. Sure, but sure. the reality comes down to these two individuals and this person beat this person because he made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Or in some circumstances, this person's a male, this person's a female, and this guy knows sports and I love sports and he talks about football yeah, yeah, yeah. and we talked about football. And therefore in that interview, he, he just, he beat her. Yeah. In my view, because he, I value sports. Sure. Or if it's two women and this other woman smiled at me a little bit more and got my eye thinking, hey, maybe in a few weeks, few months, whatever, me and her might do something. Uh-huh. She may oh, win and legally I need to reference you to HR. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. <laughs> legally when legally <laughs> legally that boss may say, Oh, look, I'm not gonna say anything. Legally I'm gonna write on paper, okay, this person just outperformed this person. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But in yeah. the back of their mind, they may be doing something else. Uh-huh. Now we can fight for equality and fight for legal systems to yes. be correct and things yes. of that nature. But the human mind, the human heart cannot be um cannot be seen written down. Yes. Does that make but, sense? Yes, but the to quantify yeah. The reasons for putting one above the other yeah. is okay. Yeah. But to consistently show the disparity by the male and the female being put at different grades yeah. is where the problem Financial is. Financial grades, yeah, yeah. And that is that is where the problem is. So I'm all okay for someone coming and saying, actually, you did not get the job because the other person made me laugh. Okay, yeah. Well, I don't think that's a good enough reason, but I get what you're saying. Hey, yeah, yeah. if I'm the boss and that's the role and I'm <laughs> yeah. going to be working, sitting yeah. within the same office and I'm like, actually, if I get on more with you. Yeah, culture. That could, that yeah. could, that could influence. Work environment, you know, That's course. it, that could influence. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, actually, I like, you might not be able to put your finger to why you like that person more than the other because yeah. you're like, they're both equally qualified. And, but because the interview, the other person made you feel more at ease. Yeah. You know, and those are the things that, okay, that create a blur line between the recruitment and the employment and the giving opportunities. But I think the challenge, one of the fights is that for the same role consistently or for the same opportunities consistently, women seem to be given a disadvantage for the same output, if that makes sense. So that, that I fully agree with. But I think it's also being able to understand that those opportunities need to be equal while considering the emotional and yeah, that yeah. the things that you cannot quantify that influence, I'm with you on that side. Yeah. But we need to rub away the disparity that is evident yeah. consistently. Yeah. So that women, I'm like, okay, does it really mean that every time that they, the men are always attached to the emotional side that is unquantifiable, mm. if that's even the way to put it, uh, in each role? No. Because there's women that are got more charm than men. Yeah, 100%. You know? Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, facts. And all those things. I'm but anyway. Full agreement of that. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is, I think that is one of the battles. But all these other battles, like for example, um, recently I've been catching up on uh, some information around uh, feminism and um, how things are going, especially in like developing countries. You know, And one of the things that really stood out for me was the challenge of, uh, in India, yeah. Uh, in India, there is there is still the fight for mm-hmm. equality. Yeah, you know? And I don't think it's only India. I think because India has really been captured mm-hmm. and documented a yeah. bit more, but in the African worlds and in all, all these things, you know. And one of the challenges is, oh, there is still sex uh, trade women. Okay. You know, as in not necessarily, sex is used to capture people's minds, yeah, yeah, yeah. but possibly it might be, oh, like there is a, um, uh, when was it recently I was watching, and there is this area that because of the consistent degradation of the value of women, 
there's been more boys, boys, boys kind of like being born mm-hmm. because, oh, you're, you're having a girl, oh, a bot. Oh, okay, you're, you're yeah, no yeah, kind yeah. of thing. And then now the population is so male-orientated yeah. that all of a sudden these people are going to have to go outside of this area to yeah. find women. Yeah. But then because they've grown up, we are men, 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 they are, they become their derogatory approach to women yeah. has impacted, which means now it's ending up that they're having to pay for women. Okay. Okay, I'm going to buy a wife. I'm going to yeah, buy yeah, a yeah. You know, kind of thing. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah. also that then compounds the perspective they have or the relationship they have with women. Yeah. I bought you. Yeah. You know, instead of, oh, by the way, I'm going to, no, it's it's becoming a problem. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle because we do not value women. So we are short on women. And then now we are having to go out. Mm. Oh, the, because we already mentally we don't value women, we think we can buy women. Yeah. And then when we buy women, we stop. You know, and some women are going through different households yeah. because I've been bought and sold and bought and sold. Yeah. You know, and you're like, okay. But then, interestingly, all the men know what to say when the police turn up. <laughs> oh, say? no, no, she was willingly, I did not know money was transferred and blah, 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 <laughs> yeah. you know? You're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. So you understand the legalities of these things, of but somehow you're still, you know, yeah. doubling in the, let me pay for the woman. So I, I think that's, extremely interesting um because i think we have the same issue in the west Mm. but it may not be seen the same way Mm -hmm. what i mean by that is though there is a high interest of men in probably those you saying it was india yeah some parts of india maybe that that parents want boys Mm -hmm. the same way in our in our society and and for some reason they want boys and they want to get rid of women not only because they may not see the value as much in women in our society i think we do the exact same thing Okay. We we don't value our women. We kind of de- degrade them to sexual being oh, sexual give examples. objects. Give examples. Hip hop. Yeah. 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 I'm a great lover of hip hop music. Okay. Yeah. 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 But if you check out uh, WAP from, have you heard the new so- yeah. song from yeah. <laughs> Cardi B? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Mega Stallion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got a song called WAP. And the whole video, music video, is literally just women shaking and shaking and shaking, yeah. Yeah. showing what they've got. Uh-huh. Now, first of all, I'm a man who can appreciate a female form. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so no, so I, there's a way in which I can look at... this video more than once. I'll watch it twice. Uh, um, and we, and it seems like in society, to some extent, we, we view women as just merely sex objects. Mm-hmm. And with, to go back into what we started with, the feminist movement, to some extent, is women saying, look, I want to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want to be viewed as a sex object. Mm-hmm. And yet, I want the freedom to be, sexu- to be sexual sexually if uh-huh. I want to. Mm-hmm. And for you not to say that I'm a hoe if I'm sleeping with this many men and this, sure, that, and the other. Sure. Like, do you know what I mean? So I think our issue in the West is, is similar in the sense that men are um, at the top and women are, to some extent, valued differently. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm explaining this correctly, but... Um, it's the same issue, I'm guessing, around the world, but it's it's seen differently. Or it's, yeah. So it's, isn't that, sorry to interrupt, isn't that the challenge that women are facing, which mm-hmm. also goes back to the question of their expectations from the fights that they're having, yeah. which, and yet they're still expecting you to pay for their lunch, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is, oh, don't start looking at me like that because you're, you know, objectifying me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I also want you to, I want you to know, and I want to feel, yeah. you know, appreciated in terms of, a, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. sexy and I'm whatever the, kind of thing. I would, I would be surprised if there are women out there that go out on a night go out on a night to a nightclub or whatever yeah. and don't want to be seen as attractive. Uh-huh. They may not They may not want you to be um, pushy on them. Mm. They may not want you to come up to them and say, hey, you know, this, that and the other. Sure. But they definitely want you to look at them and they want to see your smile. Uh-huh. 
They may not want you to approach them, but they just want to you know, walk around and get a couple of smiles, get a little head nods, maybe get somebody to buy them a drink. Mm-hmm. They want to feel appreciated. Yeah, That's yeah. my interpretation. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't want to have a long conversation with you or anything else. Uh-huh. Every woman wants to be quote unquote objectified, okay. but not objectified. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean? no, I get you. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting, which is again part of the fight. So then, which, which means, because for me, um, I came across this thing that I found very challenging. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that challenged me was um, the aspect of people coming in and saying, actually the lady was saying, yeah? yeah. The lady said, oh, I appreciate when a man, even if I've said no, for the man to keep hunting, you know, to keep kind of like coming okay, after yeah, me yeah. because that's what turns me on, mm. you know, that's what, because, so when I say no, you yeah. know, and you give up, I'm not attracted to you because you give up yeah. because I've said no, so you her, need to keep, you know. So her no is actually a keep going. Keep going. Okay. But then how does the man, we are drilling into men, yeah. you know, our children no and everything. No. Hey, you listen to a no. <laughs> You That's you know correct. you you have to respect that no. Hundred percent. And then I wondered how many women are in that same boat. Yeah. I need to feel wanted. So when I say no, I don't really mean that you listen to my no. Yeah, they want to chase. How yeah, do yeah. we men start learning when that is the case? Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> you know, does that it's make next sense? Next to impossible. Yeah. Because because I could I could see how a man could accept can hear a no. Mm-hmm. And look in her eyes and say, "Oh, but she means yes." But she means yes, uh huh. But I can also see understand when a man when the girl says no, and you look in her eyes and it's like, "Yo, brother, she literally means no. Mm-hmm, you better mm-hmm. move." No, no, no. But, but now, whoa, 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 I can look in her eyes. How scientific is that? I can look it's, in her eyes. It's not scientific at all. It's not scientific at all. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what it is? Yes. It's, it's the field of experience. Okay. For me, okay. Like I get, I can. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. Know. I can't teach someone else how to do it, but I can understand it for myself. Like, okay. If a girl says no, now, then there's a way me, in which I can question. respond. Are you comfortable enough to put yourself in that situation where potential, because it only takes one mistake. Yeah, facts. Oh, I misread it. Yeah, facts. And that misread it yeah, 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 yeah. leads you in <laughs> such a rabbit hole, yes, legal rabbit hole. Like, you know. So are you comfortable enough to take that chance? Are you comfortable enough to... R- yeah, go on. Specifically me. Mm. I don't get no's in it on my handsome <laughs> guy. <laughs> That's a joke. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, that's a joke. That's a joke. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't take the risk. Mm. But I'd be clear about it because I'm so humorous, and to some extent, if she says no, I'd be like, "Oh, oh, you mean no? Oh, wow. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. thought you meant okay. Sorry, no. Look, do you know what? I'm going to move. Right, you, move. you have a good night. You have yeah, a good night. All right. Yeah. Look, I'm not trying to, you know, blah blah blah. And I'd wait for her to say something. Well, actually, there has actually, to be. Actually, there, has yeah. to, there has to be a smile, a grin, a ha ha ha. I was just playing uh-huh. a grab of the arm. Do you know what I mean she's, she's got to do something to let me know that that no actually means yes? Okay. And then she has to confirm that that no means a yes okay. by saying yes. Okay. Does that make sense? So we need we need to open up a new chapter in education of yeah. our men <laughs> yeah. on learning that yeah because unfortunately it's not it's the other side of the page has not yeah. been written yeah. for most men yeah. and what is being drilled into men is actually no means no yeah. rightly so because then it stops the impact the people not respecting the no has on other people's lives, on and women's I, lives. And I think the social media to some extent and our media is to blame for a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying previously, in the music, the music videos, in the, I say her name, but I don't mean her, the Kim Kardashian world, okay. like where women and Instagram and all these sort of things where women are seen as sex objects okay. or showing themselves as sexual beings, which again, they are, mm-hmm. um, but the over-sexualization of them and all these sort of things where men are like, oh, right, yeah, these women want this. 
you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like how, how pornography, like I was, an, I was a teaching assistant and how pornography is huge in these kids' lives mm-hmm. for a lot of these young kids. Mm-hmm. So th- these boys may think that women want to be treated like how they see people mm-hmm. in their video, mm-hmm. in these videos that they're watching and so forth and so forth. And we have to blame, not we have to blame, sorry, we have to hold them accountable to that. Yes, hold the media accountable to that and, and laws and government and needs to change things so that people that are appropriately getting good sex education and they're getting shoe good relationship um, education to some extent and understanding how they can interact with males, females, whether they want it to become quote unquote, like a love relationship of, of sorts or whatever. Yeah. Because there's a danger in our society, I believe, um, amongst our young men mm-hmm. and young women. Okay. Okay. Inter- interesting. Because I think, so how do we then, how do we then educate our young men Yeah. Or how do we educate the male kind of like demography yeah. to understand that while the women are still yearning or are still asking for mm-hmm. the both sides of the page? Yeah. You know, because a woman will go, dress code. Yep. Winter is coming in. Yeah. yeah. Okay, COVID is going to reduce it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But like you said, every woman is still going out there cold like Noah's business, yeah, yeah, still yeah. in their miniskirt. Yeah. You know, Why? And yet, there is, you can dress good and look when you haven't really shown the skin mm. and all that business. But, but does, does media show you that? Does, does media show that women can dress fully clothed and yet still look sexy or attractive? So why, why does, now the question is, that why does media not show that? Is it because it's not what is quote, quote, selling? Yeah. Let's call it that way. Because if you're, why does uh, Cardi B need to make the videos that they made yeah. for the for the whatever you know for the song yeah. you know where it's all even if we go to uh, what was her name uh, I've forgotten what her name is uh, she did Anaconda what's oh, the whole Nicki, Nicki Minaj Nicki Minaj yeah you know what's the whole, look at the video yeah what uh, yes okay maybe it's a, a sexual thing and all that but if this is what is continuously being portrayed Yeah. And this is what's continuous being by the idols that our, you know, the young generation is looking at. Yeah. Then what is the media going to show? Yeah. You know, if we go to, uh, here comes another challenge. Yeah? yeah. If we go to these red carpet events, mm-hmm. dress code is getting more and more see-through like no one's business. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're like, okay, did it But need to be see-through? Interesting enough. The men's dress code hasn't mm. changed much. Hasn't changed much. It's suits, tuxedos, yep. suits, yep. tuxedos, mm-hmm. suits, and tuxedos. Yep. You might get an odd one or two people here or there trying okay. to do something different. Yeah. But men's outfits have never changed. But why? Yeah. Why? why? You know? Tre- Trevor Noah said it in, interestingly that um, he was on some, uh, some red carpet show. And then he was going and they were doing filming and they were doing whatever interviews and all that business. Mm. And then here comes Jello. So everyone gets pushed away. Yeah, you know? yeah 100%. Because Jello comes. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Interestingly, he's like, oh, Jello comes. And then I'm like, okay, maybe it's uh, celebrity status. Yeah. But it went past celebrity status for Trevor Noah. He yeah. all of a sudden moved on to, she was looking stunning. Yeah, you yeah. know, she was dressed and she was, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So you've gone past celebrity status because maybe this person has got more influence in the yeah. world. Maybe, you know, or more whatever. So she was looking stunning. Now, let's, let's just be honest. J-Lo is incredible. Especially uh, for her age. So it clearly is. Well done to her. Whatever that. she's done, <laughs> yeah. she's done. Maybe it's the bloodlines, maybe it's whatever. Yeah. Well done, you know, well done to her. You know, she's keeping active. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. But then it goes back to why do the dress code need to become as transparent as they need yeah. they are? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, 100%. why, how do we support our generations of 
women that are still idols mm. to support the younger generation to know that actually for you to be sexy for you to be whatever for you yeah. to for you to present yourself so yeah. that men still turn their head yeah and oh I want to say I want to take a picture with you yeah beyond the, because truthfully and I'm going to say this yeah? yeah and maybe it's just my interpret misinterpretation of anything yeah. but truthfully I don't think there's been any genuine relationship that has begun with i want to spend my whole life with you without at the back of it i want to get into your pants of course facts you yeah, know facts. love and whatever grow yes you fall in love with someone <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts, but facts. the first get together is like when am i getting the first kiss <laughs> that's correct yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> kind of thing you know as a man it's almost like a trophy hunt yeah yeah you know and then you realize actually when you're genuine yeah. then you go past that you get that trophy and you're like actually i wanted a bigger trophy as in i want this person in my life yeah, yeah. you know i want this person to just be together and watch this silly uh program that are like I, I never thought I would watch that yeah yeah just because I'm spending quality time yeah, with this person but it starts from okay okay yeah yeah oh that's your girl oh she's hot you know yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. oh that's your boyfriend oh he's and all these things yeah. so as women in terms of fighting for everything that they are mm-hmm. fighting for they also need to champion and fight for changing the perspective that yeah. they associate that they give men to associate yeah. them with because if women don't do that then it's never going to change because the predatorial and predatory is a very strong word yeah. but the instinctive yeah approach from a man or from uh, even actually now we are so diverse because there is people who find other people men find other men women find other women mm. attractive the instinctive attractiveness yeah to quench our sexual thirsts yeah is always primary at the yeah. beginning yeah because we as we term our longevity in terms of relationship far more than we term our sexual thirst yeah yeah at the beginning yeah. then once you find that right person who then you respect beyond the sexual thirst mm-hmm. then you your sexual thirst is naturally termed yeah because you're no longer having sex you're making love to someone yeah yeah you know and it's that kind of like approach that people need to yeah. um women need to support oh each one of us needs to support how do we portray yeah how do we interpret yeah. other people's presence yeah because people will still dress up to show their butt yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get me i'm not dressing up for the same because is my butt yeah. they will be in the mirror turning their butt to see whether it's showing yeah, high enough this is people are taking pictures literally of their back and, their butt. Head, and then their head turned around which uh-huh. is just the most weirdest thing I've ever there seen. you are yeah. but that's now our society <laughs> that's yeah that's our society how does that fall into so, our equality so this is this is how it falls this is the way in which we can try and resolve these issues mm. twofold there is one at large where we can look governments mps send them emails send them messages text them call them look let's make things change let's change the educational system blah 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 And there's also what me and you can do and what other people can do is have these real good conversations okay um to change the mind of us and mm-hmm. also how we parent our children mm-hmm. is extremely important if they if their understanding of sex love relationships comes from how they see their parents um relating to one another sure. or how they see um their parents interaction with another one another respectful honest open clear you know what i mean yeah. those sort of things yeah. are extremely helpful for these kids if they're only being sat in front of youtube and music videos and listening to their peers and again as a as a kid that i once was a 14 year old 
knows nothing. So I don't know why a 14-year-old is having another conversation with a 14-year-old about sex and thinking you're actually going to get something of substance. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get nothing of substance. But if that's the only person you can go to, I don't fault you. Yeah. If you're not, if you're a person that can't go to your parents and have a real honest conversation with you them about sex and relationships and things of that nature, and us as older people will have to take the initiative to start those conversations with sure. our children, sure. not just wait for our children to ask us, then we're we're gonna we're doomed if we're not doing those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also then, because unfortunately, there's gonna be people who are going to look at the government and education system on how do they support yeah. develop because often. Um, so many years ago and one of the challenges that uh, came in because I was talking about this with another colleague and one of the challenges that came in is that our sex education is not sufficient enough you talked about porn and with people say that often most people's sex education detailed sex education comes through their access on porn yeah you know oh how does that one and how does this one how do I how do I handle a woman yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Handle, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, you're like, okay, oh, that's what. Oh, so, is this what I do? Okay, so they, okay. they, uh huh. You know, yeah. and so how do you then translate sex education yeah. from pictorial mm-hmm. to video? Yeah. Because most people now, most children now, access video education more than pictorial education. Yeah, yeah. Yes, someone will read up. Let me give you a challenge. Yeah, when you're transitioning reading, when our children are transitioning reading, they transition very quickly. From picture books mm-hmm. to word books, yeah, because you need to learn how to read. You know, yeah, yeah. there's less. So even if a child is interested and go read more, you get three pages of words and one picture that covers a small section in the book. Yeah. So when they are teaching sex education, how do we transition from now the mm-hmm. pictorial side to the video side? Mm-hmm. Because it's more gripping for our generation, for the generations that yeah. are coming up. It's more gripping for, and it's more informative, quickly informative for information that yeah. can be passed into 100%. all these things, you know? So I think there's also the challenge for the governments, for the, you know, to how do we incorporate? At what point, now let me, let me, let me be very, very controversial. Let's yeah? be controversial. Let, like let's, let's, like be, let's be controversial. Yeah. At what point do we sign off that we need to show appropriate porn in classroom? Yeah, now I, I understand why you're being... <laughs> Controversial because I don't think the word is porn. Yeah, but I do. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, Specific- no, I, I chose porn specifically. <laughs> I know, I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. Well, for example, there is a new law in. Um, there was a new law in England and Wales, and mm. um, that talks about relationships and sex education. Mm-hmm. That's just coming out. I think it's even in September or October. Mm-hmm. Um around the education of our children and those sort of things. Things that they're going to be taught, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And for me, I'm not sure if how visual we need to be. Okay. I'm not sure. I can't really answer that question because <laughs> visually, <laughs> when you see something visually, yeah. it changes everything. Yeah. Like a picture says a thousand words, yes. a video says 2.9 billion words. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you... I can't. I don't know if I can forget the first image of sex I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's in my head, I, and I'm 33. Sure. And I'm sure when I saw that, that was like 14 or something, uh-huh, like that, 15. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know. I but, think, but that's that's, should, that's the reality of today's that day. Be yeah. genuinely debated. Yeah. Shouldn't that at yeah. what because with the internet, even the whole business of oh, you need to block whatever. 
porn is still porn and is yeah, easily yeah. accessible. Yeah, yeah. We are giving our children mobile phones because they are working from school alone. Yeah. This is how you keep safe. Yeah. And there is internet access. Yeah. And there is all these things. Yeah, facts. We we naturally get inquisitive more and get more physically aware yeah. when we reach a certain stage. Yeah. At what? Why are we still leaving yeah. that education to porn? Well, I don't that, we, uh, that level of education because we are talking about it. Yeah, yeah. We are. Yes, there's a but but you you've said it. Picture yeah. says a thousand words. Video says two billion. Whatever. Yeah, words, yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So if we are still leaving it at the point of oh. We shall show you a picture. We've talked about sex education. Yeah. It's never going to be sufficient, which means majority of their learning is still going to be via porn, via well, this and that. I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't know if that's 100 accurate. And the reason why I say that is because yes, we, yes, children watch pornography. I'm, again, being a teaching assistant, the boys in our school, in the school I was with, talked about it a lot. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I, I didn't hear any of the girls talk about it, but they were talking about sexual things anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't know if it's the learning that they're getting or tips that they're getting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And, okay. I, and I think that's the difference. I think be, learning and getting education and getting knowledge, you're, you can get that from um, in schools, books, reading, learning pictures. The visual element to it, specifically in porn, is not that they're trying to learn something. They're just trying to get tips, mm-hmm. tips and tricks, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that, okay, this is what I could do. That's what she could do or they could do. And this is what's supposed to be the outcome. Yeah, but a boy or a girl doesn't yeah. jump into a car and yeah. say, "I want to get tips and tricks on how to move this car," <laughs> yeah. and never move that car. Yeah. They, yeah, they they will always oh let me start oh but I moved a little bit. But but isn't this the reality of life that you can teach someone, you can educate someone, but no one really knows Wagwan until they do they Wagwan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Like I we can you. educate our children as much as possible about relationships, this, that, and the other. But until a child is in a relationship, mm-hmm. like when when we say, "Oh, look, just share," and then they get something and they have to share it, they don't yeah. want to share. But I'll give you an example. I mean, yeah, for me, one of my biggest um, disappointments in life yeah. was my first sexual encounter. Okay. And it sounds very funny. And it's a good story. Go on, bless, it. It's not a good story. Don't even start. <laughs> yeah. And the blessed old man, she, you know, kind of thing. Anyway. It was not that the action or the activity was not pleasurable. Yeah. It was my anticipation of the level of pleasure. Yeah. That deceived me. Okay. okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was expecting fireworks. Yeah, I was yeah, kind yeah. of like, oh, lightning you know, it bolts, has to lighting bolts and all that. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Why? Because there's this whole mischievous mystery, mystery kind of thing to expect. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, first there's the anxiety, first there's yeah, the whatever. Yeah. I, my God, I can't believe I'm here. And all, yeah. all these things that then put you off, you know? And then you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's happened. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Maybe actually them days, yeah, yeah my masturbation was very more satisfaction then. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, I get you. I get you, you 100. Know? You're yeah, like, yeah. whoa, actually, because, yeah. you know, then when I, I was in safe space and I was all, ca- but yeah, now yeah. here I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm, more, I'm trying to sort out this thing and I'm trying to, you know? Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah. what's happening here? But, but there's no sense of education that could, I'm just, I'm guessing, there's no sense of education that could have prepared you for that. Then yeah, for real, for real. But some sense of education could have stopped so many fireworks going off in my head yeah. and expecting so many fireworks going in off in my of head. In terms of what? In terms of, okay, what is the pleasure? What is the uh, perspective? Because genuinely, my first 
experience never was it I need to please the woman. Yeah. Oh, facts. You know? To be it, honest, it to be honest, still to this day, it's not that. For yeah, me. for real. It wasn't, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, well, well, now you need to change. Now you need to, you, need, you, need to, you need to humble yourself, you know? <laughs> and pay attention. Anyway, but th- there was that conflict. Yeah. You know? And there was that, okay, what do I, and yet, I'm like, okay, and then, it took me a long time for yeah. me to understand and respect the equality in the, yeah. you know, the whole activity. But this, this, this is where education comes in, actually. Because I was thinking about it. I was, I was thinking in my head, oh, there's no education. But there is education that could have helped me in that way. Mm-hmm. Because growing up, I never heard about how women were supposed to um, receive pleasure from this. Okay. In my head, I was, it was sex was all about me, the man. Mm-hmm. It's about me. It's not about no one else. And it's not until I got older that I started hearing these conversations, maybe because I started having conversations with women and started mm-hmm. having real conversations with them. And it wasn't, and it didn't become like an embarrassing topic where I realized, oh, right, wait. So that's what you like. Oh, okay. So that's okay. Then I could do, okay, then we could, okay, then it makes sense. Yeah. Whereas before I just thought, you know what I mean? As crude as it may seem, every hole was a goal and I was just trying to score. Mm-hmm. But now I'm having an understanding that, wait, Sex is for her as well. Yeah, like she should receive pleasure from it. There was a way why she she desires to do it. Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was just like, oh, women are just they're just in the room. Like I don't, sure, you know sure, what I mean? Sure. Now how 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 have we now? Let me challenge you. Yeah. How has your knowledge from that from, from that perspective yeah. changed to impact the current generations of children growing up? A thousand percent. Has it changed? A million percent. As in more, it, more boys understand that actually it's a two-way street? Oh, no, 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 no. That is not, the question. Not, not necessarily that it's a two-way street. I think, again, going back to, to porn, not to do this all the time, but I think in pornography, you'll see a woman scream and shy and do these things, and you're assuming that it's pleasuring to her because in the video she does those things. Mm-hmm, yeah. Whether in reality, you may not have a woman that does those sort of screams. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Or doesn't exhibits the same way you're expecting her to exhibit. Yeah. And you may be thinking, oh, she's not pleased, or you may think that she is pleased, or this, that, and the other. So again, a conversation needs to be had. Needs to be and had. I think my generation, well, anyone that's having a conversation with me will feel the impacts mm-hmm. of my knowledge mm-hmm. because I'm happy to share any sure, and everything. Sure. Whether our generation in general is, I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. But if people are still having conversations like this, like they're having it on conversations on YouTube, on Channel 4 seems to be doing a lot of kind of things, um, then maybe it's slowly starting to change. And yeah. Again, I don't know exactly how, what they're teaching in schools, but I think they should have moved on a whole lot longer than women have periods and men have semen. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think, I'm not assuming the education system. That's how you're putting it. The educational system has moved a lot further mm-hmm. than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, are talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, pleasure yeah. and enjoyment. Yeah. And so like then that. there goes my question again. Yeah. At what point do we sign off porn to be shown in classroom? No. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, there we are. Yeah? What's up? What's up? What's, what's the next thing with this equality thing then? I don't know. It's, it's yeah. definitely the money thing. Yeah. I, I think what was what's more important is on this education, on this um, equality thing is to hear the women speak. Yeah. Because equality has been, it started off, it seems like it's historically it's been started off about race. Mm-hmm. Okay. Black people have, should have equality. And black people got equality. Then it's women. Women should have equality. And now it seems to be a new thing about, um, I don't know if you heard about the trans lives matter. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And that seems to be a new thing of equality or wanting equality. Mm-hmm. And I think generally overall, look, if you're a human, we should respect you and you should have equality. 
um, and we'll see where we where things move. To are are we are we gonna move? You know, are we gonna move fast enough? Because or are we open minded enough to be enlightened to embrace these things? I'll give an example. In this day and age, mm-hmm. in this day and age, yeah. and I'm gonna say it comfortably, in this day and age, certain countries still find being gay illegal. 100%. In this day and age, yeah, you know? Okay. How are we going to open our minds enough to understand that? Let me, let me, let me t- share again personal kind of like uh, personal experience. So for me, I grew up where I was not exposed to the environment where there was, oh, someone is gay, someone is lesbian, someone, I was not exposed to that, yeah? So although educational, I knew of it, because I was not exposed to it, yeah. initially, I had an issue with it. Yeah. Simply because I was not. So when I met the first, and I got a double whammy. Yeah. Because the first person I knew officially as being gay was also black. Oh, wow. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So it, definitely a double it's, it's kind of like disturbed my mind. Like, yeah. so I'm like, okay, what's, I had to juggle with it. You'll notice that, in, again, for our listeners, black countries or, or African countries and Caribbean countries, historically, we've almost been the last societies or cities, countries that have accepted homosexuality. Sure. In, in, in our day and age. And mm-hmm. it's still a, to this day, a, um, how do you say it? it's, it's still a taboo, a tabooish kind of thing. Kind of, yes, let's yes, not, yes. Let's mm-hmm. shun it. Let's not really show any attention. Kind sure. Of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and for me that that caused so much disturbance yeah. in my mind. Yeah. You know, and yet also, this was a person I could not shy away from in terms of my social circles. Yeah. You know, so I had to really, really spend lots of hours by myself talking to myself and explaining why this is okay to myself, you know? Because the information was out there. When you say explaining to yourself it's okay, is it because it it was such a issue to you at that time? No, because although I educationally, I knew it. Yeah. I knew that, oh, by the way, this is okay. Yeah, that isn't. The physical appearance of it. Yeah. Just, (laughs) and I don't know whether I'm even able to articulate accurately. Mm. The physical, the fact that it was right there in front of me, yeah. Then disturbed me, yeah. disturbed me so much because I had never had the chance to nourish my acceptance of it. Yeah, Be, you know. So then, gradually, I had to learn, actually. I this is the analogy I always t- tell people who find it very challenging. Yeah. Would you lose anything if you were in an accident and a gay person was a person there to rescue you? Would you go in battle with this gay person? Would you? Does that make sense? Does it make? Mm. Does it make a difference? in your life that the person next to you or the person that is living their life is gay. So, so even though you're not asking me directly, I'm going to answer it directly. Okay. Like as a child, that would have annoyed me like crazy Mm -hmm. because I didn't understand it. Sure. My brain is like, why? I don't understand. It doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense. Like, Mm -hmm. why would you, why would you? Now I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter. It has no influence whatsoever. Yes. The first homosexual that I met, um, who was an open homosexual, was a boss of mine mm-hmm. at a workplace. Sure. And I didn't even know this person was a homosexual until I think he, he even said it himself. And that was probably after a, after a year of working there, yeah. having laughs, jokes, drinks yeah. with this guy, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like, oh, he's, he's a homosexual. I was like, oh, what? Is he? 
Yeah. Oh, right, I didn't know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it didn't change anything because he was still like, I didn't change where I looked at him because yes. it didn't matter to me. So you had nourished the presence of this person. Yes, yeah. you had nourished the presence of this person in your life, which yeah. I hadn't, yeah. you know. So when I came, it was boom. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> okay, yeah. no, how do I get out? And there is continuously that challenge of, and for me, I, I am employ people to really reflect yeah. if the person next to me is gay. Maybe maybe it's been a year before I even know that they are gay. Yeah, yeah. How does that change me? Does it really impact yeah, exactly. on me? You know? But it does affect people for some reason, I don't know why, but it shouldn't in the sense that what someone does in the comfort of their own home has no effect or bearing on my life sure, whatsoever. Sure. And I guess to some people, and again, this is my ignorance when I was younger, is that I thought if someone was a homosexual, like they're instantly either going to be attracted to me, mm-hmm. want to change me, mm-hmm. or or they're just going to be so flflamboyant in what sex means to them that I'm going to hear it every two seconds and it's uh-huh, just going to, uh-huh. it's going to irritate yeah, me. Yeah. But then I grew up and realized like people just are people. people just people, you, you know, know I mean? they're living life, and, that's it. And it it doesn't matter. Yes. You know? And I'm, Sorry, I'm yeah. so glad that right now I'm like, okay, that's you. And then we do whatever we do. I know no. so many homosexuals. Well, I say so many. I could probably count them on one hand. It's not loads. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be honest, I probably only know four. Okay. But it's enough for me to say, look, it, it doesn't matter. Yes. And, and it's enough to say, look, no matter what a person's sexuality are, they are still a human being. And yes. that, they, that human being can still be fun and humorous yeah, yeah. and hilarious yes. and have bad jokes. Yeah. I, I think for still, me, what, what gives me pride internally yeah. is the fact that now, even if I meet someone, who's, it's a two second thing in my head. Oh, you just to acknowledge that. Oh, you almost, yeah. and then I move on. And then I'm like, okay, we do whatever we did. You know, you live your life. I'm living my life. We can socialize. We can do whatever. You know, now it's, yeah. yeah, that is you, you know. Uh, it's like me meeting a girl, meeting a boy, meeting whatever. Yeah. Okay, that's you. And then we move on, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm internally, I have that pride that I've actually managed to challenge myself so much yeah. and accept the fact that it is, you know. But I think one of the disappointments I have uh, is the balance of how we need to support the developing, actually, I'm going to say the developing countries to embrace this. Yeah. Because often it is the developing countries that still have yeah. this challenge, you know? And to some extent, it seems as though they will be forced to to change those developing countries if they want to be accepted into the wider world. Okay. What I mean by that is um, for you to be accepted into the EU or the, Europe, the European Union, um, yeah, there's there, certain there criteria. Are, there are certain they, criteria. I think Turkey had Turkey had that challenge 100%. and things like that. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. and and again for like the Commonwealth, I don't know how important what the next step is going to be for the Commonwealth, but especially when Britain comes out of the EU, what what the Commonwealth may may mean to the world. Mm-hmm. But again, because of these interactions, if you want to trade with this country, you've got to accept these kind of laws, these sort of things. So legally, it, they may change yeah. a lot faster than culturally. They change, but is it, is, but it, is, is that culture. really possible? If you look at the Arab countries, yeah, go for it. You know where they've then kind of like generated, they've created, they've encompassed. You know, okay, we are the Arab nations. Yeah, hundred percent. And then, but as Arab nations, yeah, these are our taboos. These are our yep. no. These are our do's. We do yep. this and that and kind of thing. But then, oh, we are still going to trade with you. Yep, and we have to trade because they have something we need. Okay, they have the oil. Is, is there going to be they a have, time when a nation does not have another, what another nation needs? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah is, sure. Uh, is it, okay, let me rephrase the question. Is there going to be a time when people can stand as islands? No. And that is the thing. Because the further we get going in time, is more we need the world to be 
more localized. If sure, that makes sense. sure. Especially on the internet, it's already localized, but we trade and do business with people in different countries so, mm-hmm. so much that even the everyday person is trading with somebody from different countries yes. and con- continents. You yes. know what I mean? But, but then the, how people are getting around it then, or how people, which is where I'm slightly in disagreement with your term of some people are going to legally have to conform to it, yeah. is that purely people are going to fall into, or when you're going there, yeah. You have to conform to who they are. Yeah, facts. You know, and some of the, that advice could be, oh, don't display. I don't know. And I might, I might is, be yeah, wrong. Yeah, I right. might be wrong. Where people, oh, don't kiss in public because you're going to this 100%. country. You know, and which means then the rest of the world is in acceptance of the norms and cultures of that country yeah. that they find that actually we should have moved on from this. Mm. So possibly the changes are not necessarily going to be implemented. 100%. I don't think the cha- maybe not the changes, but the acceptance of look, my country is of su- has such a power in yes. this world economics that you're going to come here and obey what we say. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Even the cultural norms, which are totally against what you, your country is doing, because yes. my country has so much power and therefore influence, so forth and so forth. You mm. want to come here, you have to obey us. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's just the reality. If it didn't have those great things, then it would be forced to change. Yes, yes. Oh, so, okay, yeah. okay, okay. There we are. Anyway, anyway, we need to summarize this up. Yeah, let's summarize, man. Let's talk. It's been, it's been good to talk, though, Peter. It is, isn't it's it? Been, <laughs> it's, been, it's been good to talk, man. It, these, these, these kind of um, conversations are encouraging. I, yeah. I look forward to them every week. For know? real. <laughs> For real, yeah. Definitely enriching my brain. Yeah, I hear you, I hear you. Anyway, this is Two Black Minds. Two Black Minds. Are yeah. we summarizing this? You can summarize if you wish. Nah, I'm not good at summarizing. You know, I know my weaknesses. <laughs> right, let's, let's, let's do it like this. Um, if you have a female in your life, stick up for her. Um, if you have a daughter in your life, make sure you're making ways um, and transitioning ways to which you can empower true her. True that, true um, that. And do everything to make sure that this world um, stands up for the women. Yes, yes, yes. I think equality yeah. needs to really resonate. Uh, we need to resonate as equals, not necessarily or equality for them. No, it just needs to be plain blank equality. You know, if I give you this, I give the other person this. It doesn't matter whether they are female or male. But we need to stand up and champion those people that have been, that have lost equality for so many, for so long, uh, so that we put a little bit more effort in bringing them to the same level. And then we can just start saying equality. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Good stuff, man. Follow us on the socials. Last name Henry. No socials. (laughs) (laughs) Tune in next week. Tune in next week. To Black Minds.